0: How you want to come at the situation or at the conversation in the clearest kind of sense that you can. Because there's never any, like, I mean, for me personally, there was never any ill will, there was never any maliciousness. It's just saying, like, I want to function better in our relationship and I love you enough to make this boundary and to say, I can't talk to you about your exposure anymore, or whatever it is. But mm. um, yeah, I think the most important thing to take from setting boundaries is that it's coming from a place of love. It's coming from a place of you wanting the relationship to be better and for you to feel better. And you don't want to, yeah, no. I think I think the most important thing is to know that like setting boundaries is an act of self-love, but it's also an act of love for the other person as well.
1: welcome back to let's thrive the podcast i'm your host emily feichels and it's a pleasure as always to have you here listening i'm feeling real good on this wednesday afternoon after about a week okay maybe like two weeks if i'm being if i'm being truthful if i'm being honest of just straight up struggle like i know i've discussed this before if you follow me on instagram you probably heard saw me talking all about it But I, like I'm sure everyone and or most people just go through such ebbs and flows with life and with how I feel. And I'll go through these like stints in time, like one to two weeks where everything just feels like it fucking sucks. Like things keep happening, you know, and it's not even mercury in retrograde. Actually, now that I think about this, this was like the tail end right after Mercury retrograde but that aside whether it's astrological or not like I just go through these times where things suck so much for like just how I perceive them and I get so down on myself and everything feels horrible and I spiral and blah 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 and then just like that within like two days I'll just have this like come to reasoning moment everything will come become clearly to me you know like I'll I'll kind of see like the rainbow at the end of the storm and then I feel fine And then like, you know, I just go back to normal life where, yeah, sometimes things suck, but at the end of the day, things are either just like good and grand or they're amazing, phenomenal. And it just is always so funny to me after the fact of like, oh my gosh, I was letting myself get in such a funk this last however long. And now look at me go. Now look at her glow. (laughs) But anyway, it feels good to be back in this kind of spirit, this type of energy, always is good for the creative juices and the productivity juices. I don't know why I'm saying juices for all of these, but you get the gist. And it feels good just as a very good intro to today's chat, which is fun and different and something just new for the podcast. And it's a really good just one-on-one chat between two like-minded spirits, souls, human beings. I have on Mish from 23 Collective. And it's really funny how this all came about, actually. I have an account on Instagram for the podcast that I'm horrible on posting with because you know at the end of the day it's just not my top priority you feel and anyway I think we first connected on there and she followed me and she'd like comment on something here and there and I don't know I just thought I never like went and looked at the account because the username's 23 underscore co I believe I'll have it linked below but so you know I was just like didn't know what it was and so then the one day I like clicked on it it was like who is this person and all of her captions were freaking hitting hitting home like I would read her captions and see like the like just neat collection of photos and sharings that she has and it was just speaking to my soul and so I literally dm'd her that night and I was like hey I don't know if you like truly if like you know you just follow my account because or if you follow along the journey whatever it is like I am digging your captions and I would absolutely love to have a conversation on any of these topics with you. And so then we connected and then we planned and then we got on the call for the convo and we just clicked. Like in the beginning, we bonded over our mutual love for cats, of course, because why not? But then we just started talking and it was just, it felt like such a flow state. Like I wasn't overthinking, I wasn't trying to do anything besides just be present and have this amazing radical conversation with someone that i don't know just goes about the world in a similar fashion to me and i really loved how we got into this kind of deep discussion on the aspect of like just this self journey right and for both of us that was just sort of like diving into maybe you want to call it spirituality or self you know awareness self reflection just this this journey this process that we're both working through and that many of you probably are as well and it was just neat to talk with somebody about that about that process and going through it and how you know it's not always easy to do this work on yourself when you have to face hard truths and work towards you know bigger picture and do all of these things so that was really affirming and nice for me and hopefully for you as well but in that we do dive into some topics just such as dating and relationships, setting boundaries, sexuality, body confidence, body image, as before, self-awareness. We just touch on a lot of topics that have been coming up for me lately, and it seems have been coming up for quite a bit of you in my community as well. Just from my conversations with you on Instagram, uh, from, yeah, in real life, you know, conversations with my friends here in Austin, it just seems like a lot of what we are talking are things that are just really coming up to the surface for many of us, and so hopefully it sheds some light on them, it gets you thinking, it provides you some comfort to know that you're not alone, maybe it gets you thinking, and as usual, if you ever want to discuss this further, you can reach out to either of us. I'll have all of our accounts linked below, and I know Mish and or I would love love, love, love to connect and chat and just hear from any of you and so let us know your thoughts at the end of the episode or. Or during it, you know, if you just can't wait to get to the end of it. (laughs) But yeah, it just, it feels good to have these conversations uh, that are on my mind, you know. I don't know how comfortable I am always speaking, you know, in person about some of these topics, such as sex and sexuality. There are definitely people in my life I can, but it's just nice to be able to have a safer place uh, through a podcast, through a community where I know these type of topics and this content will resonate and or will just be seen and heard. So much appreciation to all of you that are also doing the work, that are listening in and supporting and just being the radical little amazing human beings that we all are, eh? So thank you. And if the show does provide value, if it helps you in any way, Just know it goes a long way whenever you share with a friend or you share on social media, even if you leave a rate and review or send me a message like, A, they just make my heart so dang happy. B, it is a great way to just support the show. I mean, it's something I, you know, produce for free and pay, you know, for an editor. (laughs) And, you know, so I'm not really like profiting off of this at all. Which is fine, you know. Like I'm not in it for the profit, but it is a very simple way to support the show and just help it grow, so that hopefully someday I can make enough from it to pay off my editor. (laughs) Oh, we can dream, can't we? Now, but anywho, I'll quit my rambling and let y'all get started with this episode. But once again, let us know your thoughts. And without further ado, let's begin. Do you feel like you have a good sense of like intuition or gut instinct when it comes to dating? Is that something that you've relied on in the past
0: I've only I've just now um it's been a year oh, almost a year since I've gotten out of like my first like serious serious relationship gotcha and um it was it was like inexplicable because I knew immediately literally the first time that we had like gotten together I actually met him at my old job um and he was here on a visa and we just like met through work and um, he waited for me one day after work and he was outside and I like saw him and I was just like, we started talking and I was like, Oh, some, I was like, why do I get these chills? Like, why, why is my body like reacting to something that like my brain isn't even processing? And so then from that point, I was like, okay, there's, there's something more, there's something here to where like, before that I've never ever experienced that sort of like intuitive like yes or like intuitive kind of um communication where it's like I've always just been like oh he's so cute like I I really like his style and like I won't there will be flags and I'm just like oh that's whatever like that's it's fine like shut up gut it's okay
1: (laughs) yeah it's like that was just one time like he didn't actually mean that
0: (laughs) yeah exactly exactly but um now it's so beautiful because I have that kind of to like gauge off of. So now when I'm being introduced to people and, and meeting guys, I'm like, okay, do, do I have this like body reaction? Like, do I have these like feelings more so than thoughts? Cause I feel like when your body reacts to something, that's when you're like, oh, okay. Like I just got a terrible knot in my stomach and I don't know like why, like I, we're just talking, we're just hanging out. And it's like, well <laughs> there might be something more
1: <laughs> yeah it's like that little nudge of okay i can either mm-hmm. choose to acknowledge that this doesn't feel right or i can just kind of happily pretend it's not there and you know just try to go along with it until something bigger comes along but um mm-hmm. you know it's interesting i suppose like cuz i think it is tricky in that sense right because you have you have the physical mental and emotional reactions going on right like of you might be quite physically attracted to somebody but you have that like not in your stomach and it's like well they're beautiful you know like I don't want to give them mm-hmm. up just because I feel off in my stomach but then there are other times where I don't know like you just someone might not be your type per se but you you don't get that knot in your stomach mm-hmm. right and like emotionally you're kind of like oh I'm like interested in them or I'm into them and so I'm new I'm like I've only started dating within the past year really I've just never Wanted to prioritize it before in my life. And it's just interesting to see just like what comes up, you know, and like things you kind of discover about yourself and your feelings and everything as you just mm-hmm. meet new people, you know, in general. But then, especially if you're going at it with that like dating lens per se.
0: Yeah. No, absolutely. And then, and then it's also like it's beautiful now that I have the kind of that, like I said, that gauge to where it's like I can come from like an elevated place in my dating life because I know more so like about myself and about like my own intuition and and how my body reacts to things so it's like I'm not gonna get myself invested in something that like is just sort of like a facade or like a lust sort of perspective yeah
1: I love that no and have you always been kind of like tapped into intuition and I mean we can like dive into this from a broader lens too, right? And we can talk about 23 Mm -hmm. and everything you're doing. Um, But yeah, I guess if you just want to kind of like give an intro, like when did you start to become this version of you that you are now, right? Like we're ever evolving, we're ever changing, but you're doing some really neat things. You're sharing a lot of relatable content that, as I told you on IG, I just, I'm always like, yes, (laughs) that's me. That's what I'm working through. (laughs) So like, when did this evolution kind of start for you and um, really kind of like put you on this journey that you're on now?
0: I've always had this sort of like spirituality inside of me. Um, I grew up Catholic. My mom is Colombian, like old fashioned. So like we, I grew up going to church and I was in youth group. And so I've always had this, this knowledge of something more, something greater and um, like in the spiritual sense. But I would say that it really became my own and like differentiated from like me growing up and what my parents believed or wanted me to know versus what I was then seeking out on my own. And when I graduated high school and started at FIT, I was on a commute, like I didn't live in the city for the first year. So I was on the train for like an hour and 20 minutes every single day. And my cousin actually gave me this book and it's called The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari by Robin Sharma. And that was kind of that pivotal moment for me the, the beginning of like my spiritual journey and and knowing that there's something more that there's something there's something bigger to life than just what somebody's posting on Instagram what someone's wearing what party everybody's at like it allowed me to then kind of seek out more of like explanation like why are, why am I doing this why do I feel this way like why 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 and um this last like during quarantine really was like the start of like it's my spiritual awakening kind of happened like when we went into quarantine and when really our lives were just like ripped from us and we sort of had to like figure out like what substance is left like where where are we in the world and so many people had to break down and then build themselves back up and that's really what I did. And that's where 23 came from. My friend and I first started the account as like upcycling clothes and we were like, we're going to be productive and do something great. And, and it was and it was that for a while. And then more of the posts that I were putting, that I was putting up were like about your intuition or like about just changing your mindset and kind of like the keywords that are always sort of used in, in that, holistic wellness, um, topics. But then I was like, she ended up branching off and making her own, um, brand adaptations. And I was like, I'm going to stick with 23. Cause I was like the number that was very close to me. And I had created it. And I was like, I'm going to take it in this route because I feel like I have a lot that I'm personally learning and that I want to share. And, even if nobody else really wants to hear, I was like, I'm still just going to put out this stuff because at the end of the day, it was more so a release for myself. And I was able to then give myself the knowledge that I needed in that moment and whatever I was struggling with and going through, it's, it's kind of allowed me to then come from a different perspective than just Going and looking at other accounts, I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I'm looking at these accounts, but what information is key? What strikes the chord with me? And what can I sh- then share that I took from four different pages or three different podcasts, whatever it is, like, it it all kind of came down to like, what do I need? And that's sort of where I come from every morning that I make a post is like, well, what do I need to hear? And hopefully it resonates with someone else. <laughs>
1: Yeah. No, I love that. And what, you know, that just kind of got thinking and going through my mind is just how so many of us for so many years, so much of our lifespan, we spend focusing on the external, right? And whether that's how we dress so that we are getting external validation or it's what we're studying or what we're pursuing, or it's the money we're making or the degree we get or the people we're pleasing, whatever it is, there's so much focused and just prioritizing on the external. And I think what's great about a spiritual awakening awakening, or even just like diving deeper into yourself, whatever phrase, word you want to use here is that you're suddenly turning everything inward, right? And it becomes internal work and you're doing internal work that will then exude into your external, right? And so Mm -hmm. it's a really neat phenomenon that happens. And I feel that sometimes, yeah, like we do need the breakdown to get to the breakthrough that oftentimes pushes us to look within or to go within. Yeah. And I know for me, it was, it was a quite a few things, but one of the books that really got me thinking about just that like out of body internalized experience is The Untethered Soul by mm-hmm. Toll, I believe. heard Toll. Yeah. yeah. And I just remember I listened to it on audiobook and my mind was blown. Like I'd be walking, listening and just like gaping, you know, wide, mouth <laughs> wide open. People are probably like, what is she on? But like I was just <laughs> surprised. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I never thought about the fact that like these thoughts in my mind aren't all my own, right? Like there's, mm-hmm. it was just so surreal. And I just remember from that point forward, feeling like it had opened a little gate in my mind and suddenly I was very open and I was just like hungry, right? For that like mm-hmm. spiritual knowledge and experience and wisdom that you can find through books, podcasts, but more so just through like living life, right? And observing Mm -hmm. and taking in. So I a hundred percent resonate with like that experience of yours, where it's just interesting, right? Like when you suddenly turn your focus inward versus the external view that we all live with so often. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And it's easy. I mean, it's the world that we live in and it's not to say that we're wrong for thinking of all these things that we had but it's that moment where it's like okay something's going to be different from this point on which I feel like is that like that that's it but the second that you have that and that you have like that question or that moment what you just said about um Eckhart Tolle he has his quote and it came to me at like he he knew that I needed to do it, but <laughs> it was, I'm going to botch it. And so I'm just going to paraphrase, okay. but, um, it was basically him saying, what are these thoughts going through our head? And then you take the moment to be like, well, who is that person validating that question? And it's like, <laughs> we are ourselves, but there's somebody, there's something, thing else validating the external bullshit and being like that's not that's not what's important. It's then doing that internal work and being able to read into it and from from a perspective of knowledge, but being able to read into those triggers and those thoughts and and come at it from a positive light rather than deteriorating and negative and what we are so easily trapped into in this world. But Yeah. Yeah. He's, oh my God, he is incredible. His words, his wisdom, like if anybody needs to start their spiritual journey, like Mm -hmm. any single book that he has ever written is where to go. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. Even like listen to him on Oprah's, uh, super soul. Soul. Yeah. His episode was also like just one of my favorites and, and yeah, and it's like you said, like, I'm not saying this as if like we're better gurus, like neither of us Mm -hmm. or anything, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not even that I don't share a lot about like my own spiritual stuff, I suppose, online, just because like, yes, it's a part of my life. But I think that's what me is like, what we're talking about here today is that we're both, we both have platforms, we're both doing things that infuse both like the real life where it's like, yeah, some nights, like all I'm focused on is what I'm wearing, the external, the party, like whatever's happening, right? Like every mm-hmm. day, just like fun. And then there are other nights where I'm like, all into the woo-woo, you know, and I'm like, I'm just diving deep and I'm, and it's, it is that question. It's what you brought up before about like fundamentally, like starting your day or just checking in every day with like, what do I need today? Right. Because when we support Mm -hmm. ourselves and we, you know, like fill our own cup, that's when we can make the most impact. That's when we can help the people in the external round world around us the most. So yeah, it's it's not us saying like you have to do XYZ or we're professionals. It's like no, we're just two yeah. young people that are like so fascinated by this other aspect of life and we both want to find ways to share that and make it more accessible to everyone else, you know, and to people that we probably see in our own life going through this yeah. little awakening or such. So, um, yeah, it's just like so important and uh yeah. I think like uh,
0: There's a beautiful balance too though, from like we're in our 20s. Like we're beautiful women. We are living our lives. Like we're in amazing cities. And so like, yeah, definitely care about what you look like. Like go out, spend the money, dress up, spend an hour in the bathroom (laughs) doing your makeup. Like you deserve it. You deserve to have that worldly sort of life. Like you but it's also just so important to then kind of like retract and work internally and have that um, relationship with yourself ultimately to then kind of like fall back on and grow and, and be the person that you want to be. But I'm, I'm finding now that balance between being a human in New York city at 22 years old and thriving as much as I can, while also breaking down my childhood wounds and observing my triggers and just learning more and being open to, to what I can learn and what's out there for me to make myself better.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. And like, kind of like last thing I'll say on that is even like when I first moved here, I was just so, I was, I was working through a lot, you know, like a big life transition, like leaving your family and home for the first time moving, you know, I'm 21, all this stuff, like it, it brought up a lot. And so I just sort of almost like isolated myself and like doing the work. Right. And I was Mm -hmm. going through a lot emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and it was really nice to do that. But after so long, like it got lonely and it got burdensome, you know, and it it started to be more of a weight than of the Mm -hmm. kind of like light and great energy that it can bring into your life. And it's only been in the last few months that I've started to find that kind of like balance as you're saying, um, where it's like, yeah, there are nights where I, I do stay in and I'm doing this stuff that really fills me up and makes me feel good. And then there are nights where like, I've just, I'm like, fuck it. And you know, I'm out till 2am and I open at 7am the next morning or that same day. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, I'll just go into work, even though I'm exhausted. And I just smile. Cause I'm like, how fun was that? Right? Like how mm-hmm. fun is it to just live your life in like such a unique world that we live in. And then I, knowing that, you know, that following night or whatever, like I'll retract back in and I'll settle in and I'll refresh my spirit, you know, and I'll do Mm -hmm. all the things I need to do to feel a hundred percent again. But it is just a really fun, fun experience to have when you can kind of go between these two different, you know, modalities of living, two different ways of living. And that account that goes for any age, you know, like whether you're young, like early twenties, mid twenties, late twenties, older, whatever it is, you have kids, Mm -hmm. you have family, et cetera, like finding that in between, between, you know, like work and rest, play and fun and diving deep and, you know, scratching the surface. Like there's just so many, so many little things to take into account, I suppose. And not in a overwhelming way, but just in a like, how can I, yeah, just not be too strict about it. So.
0: Yeah, Yeah. no, absolutely. Cause like, we're always changing Mm -hmm. and that's the thing. It's like, I, was actually having this conversation with my roommate just before like we are not the same human beings that we were when we moved in with each other a year and a half two years ago like I am a totally totally different person and so I'm finding now different spiritual practices or different whatever whatever knowledge that's suiting me in this moment where Mish is at at this point in time and so like you're going to always find I feel I'm I'm a very firm believer like the information is going to find you when, when you need to hear it or when you're ready to hear it. Mm -hmm. And so since we are always changing, like there are books that like you read and, and it doesn't resonate or it does resonate in some sense, but then you go back in two years time or you find it in five years time. And then you're like, Oh my God, I did not know that it had this topic in it or whatever. And it's just, it's so interesting to like see that kind of like flow of your progress and what what you need what you learn.
1: I love that. Yeah, and even like when it comes to um like journal entries, I'm the same way mm-hmm. where I'll occasionally like flip back to months ago, a year ago, whatever it is. And even through that, it just it's such a good reminder of yeah, like how far you've come and especially on those mm-hmm. days when you're just feeling a little like what am I doing? <laughs> you know, like I'm a mess. <laughs> I just like to reflect back on those times and it is like a reminder of the growth and yeah, whether that's like a journal or a book you reread or a song you even like listen to again. And yeah. um, it's just like such a good reminder of, yeah, like there's so many constants in life yet so much change and mm-hmm. yeah, like we're all just moving through it. But yeah, um, but, yeah so that's always fun. And, and yeah, so I guess if you want, like we can dive into a few of the topics that you posted about, and they were the ones that really like kicked me in the gear. And I was like, okay, we've got to chat. We've got to go <laughs> on the pod convo. Um, so first off, I'd love to just dive. Let's just dive right into things, but you've, you can choose kind of which direction we go first, but when it comes to like the topic of setting boundaries, you know, in the sense of respecting ourselves and others. Um, and then also when it just comes to overall, like sexuality, sexual health, mm-hmm. all of that, like they are both things that I personally struggle with. I know people in my community do. I think people in general do. <laughs> so I'd mm-hmm. love to just chat with you on either of them. And we can really start with whichever you'd like, but um, yeah, I'd just like to dive into it. Like what's been your experience with it or uh, you know, what have you learned from them and let's just kind of have a free flow convo on them.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I love, yeah. I love both of those topics. Um, I I'll start first with boundaries. Cause that's, really where I've been putting my energy and into as of late. So I found this one podcast um, when I was trying to set firm boundaries for myself, because there, I kept calling my mom about the same issue over and over and over again. And she was like, okay, well, you need to do something like you need to make some sort of change. And I'm like, well, what do I do? Like, I don't want to be mean. And she's like, it's not, it's not being mean. It's, asserting yourself and saying that this is where that person ends and you begin and you're just making the situation better for yourself so that the relationships that the communication so that whatever it is can flow freely and and respectfully and properly yeah I think the hardest thing for me to for that I learned was that setting boundaries doesn't mean that you're cutting anybody out or that you're you don't like the person anymore anything like that it's just saying that from how you've changed you now cannot accept that i always talk about energy but how whatever whatever you feel those words whatever it is but it's just saying that like at that point in time it doesn't mesh well with who you are anymore and that's okay and so to be able to say that i respect you, I love you. I respect this, but I can't keep talking to you about your ex-boyfriend anymore. Like, I'm sorry, but it's just it's hindering my growth. And I think that it was it was really hard the first few times that I was doing it. Like, with, um, my parents are with my sister or friends, but the more you do it, the easier it is because you learn then what kind of verbiage to use, and it's also gauging the person in the situation, but. It's just knowing how you want to come at the situation or at the conversation in the clearest kind of sense that you can, because there's never any, like, I mean, for me personally, there was never any ill will. There was never any maliciousness. It's just saying, like, I want to function better in our relationship. And I love you enough to make this boundary and to say I can't talk to you about your ex-boyfriend anymore or whatever it is. But Mm. um, yeah, I think the most important thing to take from setting boundaries is that it's coming from a place of love. It's coming from a place of you wanting the relationship to be better and for you to feel better and you don't want to. Yeah, no, I think I think the most important thing is to know that like setting boundaries is an act of self-love, but it's also an act of love for the
1: other person as well. I just love that. And I love that your mom like pointed that out to you as well, because I think sometimes it's hard for us to see, right? Like where we need a boundary. And some of the best boundaries I've placed in the past few months have been because my therapist, my one, you know, my employer, who's also one of my good friends. And then another friend in my life, they've kind of said something similar to what your mom said, right? Of like, um, you know and and in a sense you know it's like them voicing their opinion but also it it was enough of them like speaking kind of voicing their own thoughts on the situation to get me thinking of like oh maybe I do need a boundary there you know like maybe I am being a little bit bulldozed over and stepped on and not treated quite as well as I should be in this situation and then what's been neat is also just seeing right like as you said it's There's no ill will with it, right? Like it's not Mm -hmm. me being like, I hate you. (laughs) Like like nothing like that. It's like, (laughs) it's like I'm doing this for me and for you because if we want if our if our friendship wants to stay intact, like like you said, you know, I I can't listen to you talk about this this ex or this toxic relationship or whatever Mm -hmm. it is, because you know, whether it's my own shit that I need to work through or whether it's, you know, you really pouring all this energy onto me, like something's just not vibing here. And if, if I don't set this boundary and if you don't respect this boundary, like what, like what happens, you know? And I think that's something oftentimes as well. I think people in our age range, you know, like younger, uh, older, however it be though, this is such a time in life where whether you're, it's going through college, work, uh, friendships are shifting, relationships are starting or ending, or just continuing. And there's so many instances where I think if we were to just stop and reflect and perhaps set a boundary, we'd be much better off. Right. And I've had to do this a lot, lots with friends, with work, etc. And I mean, it's not easy. It's not fun. Like it feels uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but it always has wound up being worth it. And more often yeah. than not, what happens is that if I don't set it, I end up just getting mad at myself, you know, like frustrated at myself of you knew you needed to set this, you didn't. And now like, look at what has happened, you know, and that's usually what you're suffering
0: the consequences. Yeah.
1: And so it's, it's just a neat thing. I think, um, you know, like it's boundaries are something that come up in a lot more areas of life than we'd probably imagine. Right. And we can, we can talk about that too, when it comes to like sexuality and such, but, um, yeah, I just, I think boundaries are I've been preaching about them for a year like I know you've probably been talking all about them like it's just it's just something like the more you hear the more you're hopefully prompted to set them or whatever it is so yeah very crucial yeah
0: Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day it's also interesting to then put like to make these boundaries and to talk about these things with the said people and and if it doesn't progress and if it doesn't get better, if you just keep reverting back and having to set these boundaries over and over and over again, it kind of puts you in that position. It's like, all right, well, are they listening to me? Is this is this actually working? Is this actually a relationship that I can see lasting? And is it, do they care about me? Like it's there's so many things that come, so many beautiful positive things that come from setting boundaries that I feel like. I didn't know and I didn't validate it until I started doing that work and and setting them. And I mean, I definitely lost friends in the process, but I also made the relationships that I had stronger for Mm -hmm. the people that are meant to be in my life. So all in all, it's worth it to make the boundaries.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, if nothing else, like it's wearing on you, right? Like whatever this Mm -hmm. shift in energy shift in reality is that's causing you to need to set a boundary if you keep ignoring that need and you just let that keep infiltrating your life, like it not only impacts you and the said person or situation, but slowly everything else too, you know, it starts to weigh on you Mm -hmm. or burden you. And then, and then it's, it's impacting a lot more than just this one person or one situation. Um, So yeah, it's, it's kind of crucial. And uh, yeah, I, it was interesting for me as well. I don't know, but with you, but I, so yeah, like I said, in the beginning, I've started recently seeing this guy and it was funny for me. Cause I think what it was is right. Like we don't have a long history. So it's not like with a friend where I'm like, Oh, I'm afraid of like hurting their feelings or like, what if they think mm-hmm. after all this time I'm betraying them by setting this boundary. But with someone that's mm-hmm. rather new in my life, I found it much easier from the get-go to say like a few boundaries that I was just like, I'm setting these from the start because it helps with my anxiety. Yeah. And it was just really neat to reflect on that. And I was like, I think it is that because when it's someone that's been in your life for a long time or such, it almost can, I don't know, you know, I don't, I don't know, betrayal is such a like intense word, but I feel there also there can almost be that kind of feel to it versus someone or a situation that's rather new to your life. And if you can set Mm -hmm. that boundary right from the beginning, like what a difference that makes.
0: Yeah. Because it's also, it's hard with people that like have been in your life for so long because they know you throughout, like they know you throughout. And so it's, it's interesting to then do the inner work and to then Mm
1: -hmm.
0: put these boundaries up and say, okay, I was tolerating this before I did this work and now post, I'm not the same, like I'm not the same person as I was because I worked through this shit. And so it's it's harder definitely, but it's I think more rewarding because then it brings you even closer yeah. together after like that buffer time that it's just yeah. like okay wait
1: <laughs> yeah, like a, the like white knuckling time um, but yeah yeah kind of, like, mm-hmm. brings them along the journey with you so yeah um, yeah, yeah. So exactly that's very true um, but yeah so I guess then if you want like if we could we could kind of go into just like what your journey has been with just really getting comfortable and understanding and just present, you know, when it comes to the topic of whether that's sexual health or sexuality and relationships in general, right? And this is something where boundaries does correlate into. And I I think also like even the idea behind like a spiritual awakening also plays a part in this. And um, it's just such an area of life that you can learn a lot from, you can experience a lot in. And yeah, I feel from my perspective, like it's just not discussed openly enough um, or at least by people of our age of, you know, like in our situation. So um, I guess just like, have you always felt comfortable like with these topics? Is it something that you just like kind of had to really expose yourself to? Um, I'm just kind of curious to see like what your back history with it is and the evolution that happened there as well.
0: Yeah, Um, I will definitely say that I, and I am at the best point now than I've ever been. Um, I have grown up embracing my body and and embracing myself. And my both my parents have always, always told me. And and I grew up in a household. Um, it was me, my sister, and my mom. And my dad was the odd man. <laughs> so my mom would always be like, Be free, be in your body, own your body and and embrace and embrace yourself. And um sexuality was never really a conversation that had come up because like I'd said earlier, I came from a very Mm -hmm. not very strict, but um she has, she still does and she's had her beliefs. And so no sex until marriage, you always like the guy has to be very, um, chivalrous, and there's, like, that kind of, like, status quo that I had, um, always just grown up with, and I was, like, kind of more rebellious against it, um, and I would definitely push the envelope a little bit, and, like, had tried to have those conversations <laughs> with my mom, and I would get shot down, and it was funny, my dad would be, like, go talk to your sister, he was like, <laughs> You, you need to have these conversations. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> so sweet. Yeah. No, it was it was really sweet, and it was always always very loving. But um as I have gotten older, I have appreciated and respected my body more than I did, obviously, when I was um, younger, and really just learning of what I like, what I don't like, what makes me feel comfortable, what kind of puts me on edge a little bit, but not in like a bad way, just something that's like new. And I think it's so important to have partners that are with you on that same page. And I am, I am very, very grateful that, um, the people that have been in my life all are kind of like in that same respect with me. And, and, uh, always have been very like communicative. And I, I'm blessed to have um, a very healthy sexual life and a very healthy relationship with my sexuality and my body. And so um, I would say that it's definitely through those like a little like those weird conversations that you kind of like bring up that you don't know with like some friends but then with your best friends I feel like I'm always just like okay so this happened to me like is that weird <laughs> when they're like oh honey or they're like no that's not weird at all like that happened to me last <laughs> week whatever it is but having those friends that you can literally just like <laughs> wring say out your laundry say it all because at the end of the day if you don't then you're just going to internalize it. You're just going to think to yourself or like, then be like weird. I I don't know. It's Mm -hmm. just, I'm, I'm very, very much the person to be like, all right, it's going to be weird, but I have to ask you this question. Like, (laughs) yeah. Have you ever experienced this? Or like, honestly, if that wasn't the case, like going online, but I wouldn't, I don't know. I think it's, it's, you need to know the source that you're getting this yeah. information from and not just going to like somebody who's just putting their sex life on to <laughs> on the worldwide web like going and finding good articles of whatever information I guess you want to um, find out more about mm-hmm. um, but I would say that after my spiritual awakening I had gotten more into painting and I was I was painting nonstop, and I started this series of like nudes that I was painting Um Gosh, so and I would text all of my best friends and I'd be like hey can you send me some of your nudes because I'm, I'm <laughs> doing the piece and like I want to paint you and they're like oh my god yeah I'll take some now <laughs> it's so funny but I was like there was a point where I didn't feel comfortable taking nudes and I did not feel comfortable like feeling that like sexual and risque where it's like We're all beautiful in our own respect, and like when you see that in a painting, and when you see that from somebody else's lens, it's like an entirely different world because you're like, I did not see myself that way, but the fact that you had picked up on that and and you're able to you're able to see yourself as like a little a little sexual princess, like whatever you Uh call yourself. But I'm always I'm always so into like allowing people and giving people kind of like that open space to to feel that way to speak these things to kind of like Mm
1: -hmm. yeah
0: I don't know embrace that part of them
1: no and I I think that that's so free and I fucking love the painting part like oh my god (laughs) what a great way for this but yeah I mean the whole reason I wanted to even have this conversation is because I mean up until like six months ago, I was so unbelievably uncomfortable with anything relating to the human body and sex and all of this. Like I, I couldn't even like opposite to you. I grew up with just my dad and my brother for most of my life. So for Mm. me, it was a lot of internalizing. Like I didn't have anybody to talk to about any of this, like no aunts or cousins, even my friends, like I didn't feel comfortable talking to them about this type of thing. And so I just internalized it for years and years and almost just built up like this, this wall around it and like this idea of shame. Right. Cause it was like, I didn't even mm-hmm. want to have those thoughts. And uh, so then it's only been in the past few months as I do this work. And I like, Hey, I also get my hormones back in track. So it's like, suddenly you have libido, <laughs> you have, like, you feel like yeah. a functioning woman again. And then it's like, suddenly I'm just like, I want to work through this. Like, I, I don't want to have this internalized shame and just be afraid to talk about one of the most natural things in the world, which is the human mm-hmm. body and sex and everything that goes with it. And I mean, yeah, like I was even having this conversation um, with, well, I have like, it's so funny because I, I struggle with female relationships, but I have like one female friend down here that like, I can talk, I know I can talk about anything with her because when I first met her, she was probably like, you were like, she would just come in and she'd be like, guys, like the craziest thing happened last night and I'm there (laughs) listening like oh my god how can she talk about this out loud and then Mm -hmm. like she kept doing that and I was like I want to talk about my experiences out loud so that prompted me and then it's like I have a few gay guy friends that it's just like I can tell them anything and I love it and Mm -hmm. the one we were out the other day and he was saying like oh yeah we'll have to go to a nude beach you know nude nude beach one of these days and I'm like Seth I can't do that. Like I, I've, I'm still working to get comfortable just like sleeping naked. Like I can't go to a nude beach. And we were just talking about how I have like, I, and then a couple of my other friends have told me in recent weeks, like they've, we have such an aversion, right. To like the naked human body. And like, for mm-hmm. some reason, like, I'm just not comfortable with even my own. And so we we're, he and I were talking about it a bit and he just kind of said, he's like, yeah, I don't know. It's just when i'm naked like i'm naked with my roommate when i go to these nude beaches like i'm not thinking like i just don't think about other people's bodies like you see them but you're not like judging them you're not thinking about them unless you like find one extra attractive and then you might mm-hmm. you know be be interested but just like having him say that kind of reminded me of that same fact right like we put so much thought into like what everyone else is thinking what everyone else is doing and yet, we don't pay as much attention to like what do we want? Like what feels good mm-hmm. to us, whether that's in the yeah. bedroom or outside of it? What, how do we feel good in our bodies? Like what feels good yeah. to our bodies? And I think that's what's been most beautiful, right? Like for me in the past few months has just been slowly like getting comfortable with being like naked and with seeing myself and like what through having conversations, listening to new podcasts, reading books, like getting a vibrator, like doing all of these things that I can to just kind of like experience that initial discomfort, but mm-hmm. that eventually becomes nor you know, it is normal. And then I normalize it for myself. And so it's just been such a like neat freeing experience um, to have. But yeah, like I love what you're saying here about like you have to express that, right? Like you have yeah. to, you have to have your like safe place to just really express what's happening and talk it out and just not internalize it.
0: Yeah. And it's hard. I mean, it's hard though, because like society has, I mean, society has taught us that female pleasure is frowned upon and males can be as sexual as they want and talk about having sex 24 seven, like it's normal for them, but it's also normal for us. Like we're allowed to be sexual humans. And I, I, I love how open my close friends are, but like my friend was like okay you need this vibrator you need to do this and and get this and um i had never i had never been comfortable enough really to explore self pleasure as much um as i have in like the last like 2 years and so having having that friendship and and i keep talking about friendships but honestly even if you're just like going online and looking at like different um I don't know what they're called, like not like sex shops, but like different companies that sell yeah. um toys or pleasure
1: uh-huh. items. I don't know. Yeah.
0: But um having having that like moment where with yourself, because at, at the end of the day self-pleasure, but having that kind of like conversation, like, okay, this is this is me, this is my body. And ultimately, like you want to have a healthy sex life and you won't really truly be able to have one unless you do know yourself, unless you do know what feels good and what's too far and what you need more of. And it's really just about like slowly but surely taking those steps to kind of get more comfortable with yourself and with what you want. And
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, because I mean, and that's the thing, right? It's like sexual health is such it's so important. And yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think people, you know, even if you're having sex all the time, it's like, well, how often, you know, are you actually having an orgasm or how mm-hmm. often are you actually like enjoying it? Even like yeah, true sexual health can, is so important for so many like functions, not only in the physical body, but mentally, emotionally, like everything that's happening. And yeah, for it to be something that's so like hush hush, or especially for, you know, those identifying as women to feel like this weirdness around, like, it's just, it's, it's not right. And and I think what you were saying too, like when it comes to self-pleasure and such like, or even having conversations with friends, when you can full, when you can start to identify like what feels good to you, what doesn't feel good to you, what, what you're interested in, what you're not like, that's then when those boundaries become, you know, they become apparent. And I think Mm -hmm. that they're important to set in relationships, especially because there is so much room for, you know, when you're with somebody, if you're not, very aware of who you are, if you're not setting boundaries or if you're just not like taking the time to really like think through things, like it's so easy to shift and adapt and really change yourself to fit in right with this person mm-hmm. that you're being with. And so I think that's where like boundaries can be so beneficial of like, you know, like this is my, this is how I feel about this. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. That's a hard no. This we can explore, <laughs> like whatever yeah. it is, like having those boundaries with yourself and with said partner. I yeah. just, I don't know. I think that could be something that's important to think at least about, you know, like mm-hmm. possibly even right from the beginning.
0: Yeah, and I think that there's always going to be this kind of, um, like these steps, sort of that, like you are taking, and like what you had just said. It's it's really important to assert your boundaries and to have those points where you're like I I feel comfortable with this but it's also important to have those sexual partners that you're comfortable enough with to be like they like one thing and you've never necessarily tried it but you're like I feel comfortable enough with you so it's like okay show me this and like show me what you like and show me how it's so beautiful to be able to be taught and to feel comfortable and to feel like nurtured and to just like connect with somebody else on that level and like grow with them it's um but again you won't really truly be able to sort of like get there unless you do that work and and connect with yourself on on that level before you can be with them
1: yeah yeah and and I think that leads into right just like whether it's proper communication or just yeah, like not being afraid to say, like, I I don't know how I feel about this, or I'm not sure, like, can you teach me, like, can you, Mm -hmm. like, I'm a bit uncomfortable about this, like, whatever it is, I just, that's what my friend and I were talking about last week, actually, it's just, like, how important communication is, right, in every relationship, but especially, like, when it's, whether it's romantic or sexual, whatever it is, like, you know, and even if it's not a boundary, but yeah, just you communicating the fact of like, okay, not too sure about that, but like, let's give it a go or, you know, just expressing the fact that you might be a bit uncomfortable and like, you need extra support, like whatever it is. Like, Mm -hmm. I just think that's so neat. And I guess, do you have any tips when it comes to like having that type of conversation with a partner? Has there ever been anything that's like, helped you in the past or like a go-to phrase you have um when you want to bring up something that you're maybe like not too sure about or express like a bit of uncertainty whatever it is in that sense
0: I I am a very communicative person at like (laughs) with my partners with my friends with my family like with everybody I just that is something that I have valued and I've been taught to value for every relationship every interaction and so I am always the first one to be like, Oh no, 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 not there. <laughs> like, or like a little higher up or like something like that, where at the end of the day, I know, I, I know what I want and I know my body enough to be like, this isn't it. And I point blank, just be like, all right, love. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I mean, and that, that's just my own, I guess, inhibition and my own, way of communicating but I would much much rather just if I'm in if I'm in an uncomfortable situation or if something's not uh literally just not pleasuring me the way that I want it to I'll just be like all right no like let's do this instead because at the end of the day if and this also just goes for like valuing your your partners and whatnot but like you want to be with somebody that you can literally just be like all right Stop, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's let's do this and and, um, most of the time, I'm I think it's just my my thing is just like be clear, period, mm-hmm. always as much as you can, because they don't know your body, they know what they think that they know, and they know from their past partners, and we're human beings, we're all so damn different, and so something that pleasures me might not pleasure the person next to me or something that I absolutely hate might turn somebody else on. And so it's important to kind of like assert that boundary when you are in that position to just make the time as enjoyable for yourself as you possibly can, because Mm -hmm. that's why you're there. That's why you're with them. That's the whole point of having a healthy sex life, is is for you to get something out of it as much as they're getting out of it and for you to be respected and, and just enjoy your time. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. No, I love that. And like, like you said, even if not, even if you are a rather communicative person, like it comes natural to you, like, it's just good for people to hear that, right. That like, mm-hmm. it is possible to for you to just yeah. say a simple no, or a simple like no, this instead, or whatever it is, like, it's just a good reminder for people of like, you know, you can, it doesn't have to be overcomplicated or anything like that. You know, it's it's really mm-hmm. it can be simple, it can be straightforward, and like you have the power to do that. You know, like yeah, you, you are just as, you know, worthy and educated and knowledgeable about more so about your body than they ever will be. So it's like yeah. remember that, like that's your power, even if you're not as experienced or feeling self-conscious or any of those things, like you ultimately know your body best. So it's like, stick with, you know, like, just remember that. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, you both have the same goal. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So like,
0: should yeah, hopefully. (laughs) uh, Yeah, exactly. No, you're absolutely right. But um, you both have the same goal. And so like, if you're not going and it's, and it's difficult and I don't want to downplay any sort of like communication during sex whatsoever and just because i have a big mouth doesn't mean <laughs> like i i think that it's important to allow yourself to have that space to say if you're not feeling if you're not feeling it if you are feeling it and the other person like their goal should be to pleasure you as well and so if you're not communicating it you don't want to give them false hope or you don't want to fake anything like you want to genuinely be in the presence. And so I think that, I think that it's, yeah, it's just, it's always better to say what you feel and what you think rather than to like keep quiet and then be like, well, that sucked. Yeah. <laughs> Your friends ask you like, oh my
1: God, how was it? And it's like, oh, it well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no regrets, no regrets. <laughs> like exactly. it's too short for it. um so damn true Sam so damn true um well thank you so much for just being like so open and able to talk about all of this it's just nice Mm -hmm. to have conversations right and I mean obviously like we just scraped the surface but it's Mm -hmm. just refreshing to like hold that space and offer that space for any listening to even think about these things to maybe bring them up with a friend like even if it prompts one person to just communicate or set a boundary or do any of these things, like, I think that's what we're both kind of trying to do, you know, with the work and the words we share. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, just like, thank you overall for being so open to that. And I guess if you, if you'd have like any last thing you want to leave with the listeners, maybe it's a quote or a thought or uh, something that's just been on your mind of lately, that's been maybe helping you through the days. I'd love to leave them with like one last little tidbit and then Yeah, just give them something else. I think
0: that I would say to be kind to your mind.
1: Because
0: at the end of the day, if you're not kind to your mind, why should anybody else be? You know, Mm -hmm. and like that might sound a little dark, but I mean it in a beautiful, positive, bright sense. (laughs) Like you need to give yourself the love first. You need to give yourself the respect first, the kindness, the sweet words, the comfort before you can expect anybody else to you know like you need to fill your own cup first and it's a daily practice it's a daily struggle but in the end it's it's to better your quality of life and who wouldn't want to do that so
1: I'll 100% that. <laughs> and it's catchy be kind to your mind easy to remember folks
0: <laughs> right get a Love tattoo it. of it and yes. send me a picture
1: <laughs> I would love. I would I would give money to someone who did that. Um <laughs> we love it. We love it. Well, where can people find you um connect, learn more? Um as I said, I just yeah, your posts always like get me thinking in the best way. So,
0: oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And like it's so beautiful to hear that because I
1: I just put it out
0: and I'm just like, "All right, I'm really really not feeling my body today, so I'm going to be open and honest and just say what got me through the day and for somebody else to then message me and be like I needed to hear these words I'm like I needed to hear these words so I'm happy we can do it (laughs) um but you can find me at on Instagram at 23 underscore co uh 23 collective is me um yeah dm me chat me I'm always down to be vulnerable I think that that's really what gives spark to this life? So I'm here and I'm ready to talk about what we need to talk about.
1: Yeah, y'all <laughs> just heard. The emotional. She's, yeah, she's communicating. Bring out the
0: emotional dirty. Nope.
1: <laughs> yes. No. Bring, bring it all. She's open to communication. Yeah.
0: Everything. Bring out the emotional dirty laundry. That's, love that. That's me. Yeah, oh, I love that. Love thank that you.
1: lot. Well, thank you. <laughs>